Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story, Governor Prisca says the ruling by the Illinois Supreme Court upholding the Nobel provisions of the Safety Act clears the way for what he calls a transition to a more equitable and just Illinois. The Democratic majority on the court led the way. Five to two ruling dismissing a lower court ruling which held the law eliminating cash bail for a number of nonviolent crimes overstepped the legislative authority. Last hour, USC law professor and Lucene explained to WBBM what that law meant. Every single judge will have to decide just whether the accused person, the uh, defendant, uh, is uh, dangerous. And if the person's dangerous, we don't allow that person out on the street between the time of arrest and the time of uh, trial. And uh, the courts are really going to have to scramble to get ready for this. Mayor Johnson issuing a statement saying in part that cash bail does not make communities safer and never has. But the ruling is bringing some criticism from Republicans and advocates for police officers in the state. WBBM's Rachel Pearson has that part of our coverage. The Supreme Court ruling confirms Illinois' status as a state of lawlessness and disorder. That's according to a statement from the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police. Those against ending cash bail are criticizing the ruling, saying it'll put dangerous criminals back on the street. McHenry County State's Attorney Patrick Keneally issued a statement, adding the implementation of the Safety Act will undoubtedly make the job of prosecutors, judges, and police more difficult. That said, he added they have no other choice than to accept the decision and move on. Rachel Pearson, News Radio, 105.9 WBBM. Breaking news from the south side, a toddler who fell from ninth floor balcony in Douglas neighborhood in the Douglas neighborhood around noon has died. Fire Department spokesman says the three-year-old died at Cormor Children's Hospital after the fall from the balcony at the apartment building at 33rd place east of MLK, and we're trying to get more information about what happened. The first lawsuit against Northwestern University and ex-head football coach Pat Fitzgerald attorneys tying to the growing hazing scandal surrounding the school's football team. The lawsuit comes from a former Northwestern football player identified as John Doe. The suit filed in a Cook County court alleges that Fitzgerald, Northwestern University President Michael Schill, the Board of Trustees and Athletic Director Derek Gregg enabled and concealed sexual misconduct and racial discrimination. The former NU football player who was on the team from 2018 to 2022 had his filing submitted by Chicago-based Salvi Law Firm. In an AP interview, attorney Parker Stenar says former Northwestern football coach Pat Fitzgerald needs to be held accountable. Based on the allegations that we've seen and the reports we've seen, he knew and approved of the sexual harassment, sexual discrimination, hazing, and racial, racial discrimination. Northwestern spokesperson John Yates said the school's policy is to not comment on pending litigation. Fitzgerald's lawyer also denied comment. Judson Richards, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. COPA says it's found no credible evidence that Chicago police officers engaged in sex with migrants at a Westside police station. COPA's chief administrator, Andrew Kirsten, talked about how they went about their investigation. COPA's investigative efforts have included canvassing 14 migrant shelters, 
direct outreach to members of the migrant community, both in person and via text messages sent by community groups who have ongoing relationships with the migrant community. Kirsten says they have no idea who made the initial sexual misconduct allegations. She says there are other complaints, including allegations of verbal abuse by officers and potential Fourth Amendment violations for migrants who've been arrested since coming to Chicago. Members of the Rainbow Push Coalition are winding down their annual convention on the South Side and looking ahead now to leadership under the group's second-ever president. Leaders formally introduced Dr. Frederick Haynes III today as the successor to founder and president Reverend Jesse Jackson. At a luncheon today, Mayor Johnson paid tribute to the Reverend Jackson, who announced last week that he was stepping down from the active leadership. As the consciousness of this nation, as the great unifier, our dear friend and brother has contributed his voice and passion, his fighting spirit at every pivotal moment in our nation's modern history. The convention is set to wrap up tomorrow. Animal service workers for DuPage County will finally have some breathing room to do their jobs. The county has expansion plans in the mind, 4,300 square feet of renovations, nearly 11,500 square feet of added enclosed space, and a large covered patio for training and events. Brian Kajewski is chairman of the DuPage County Animal Services Committee. Part of the problem we had at the current facility was you would have a family for whatever reasons coming in and, and surrendering an animal. Uh, at the same time, somebody walking in wanting to adopt an animal and they're all in the front lobby. You know, this wasn't good. The new facility will be located next door to the current building on County Farm in Manchester Roads. Advocates for affordable housing have long opposed CHA efforts to give up public land to private developers. But members of the housing board have done it again, this time with property near the site of the old Cabrini Green project. The Chicago Housing Authority Board approved three major housing developments for the west, north and southwest sides, including the long-awaited LeClaire project, which will offer about 650 mixed-income residential units, as well as a grocery store, medical center, and daycare to serve the community. Mayor Brandon Johnson says in a statement, a better, stronger, safer Chicago can only be realized when residents in every single Chicago neighborhood have access to affordable housing. The additional 500 units are scheduled to be under construction later this year. Mallory Vorbroker, 105.9 WBBM. People spending time at Chicago parks may get a fun surprise on wheels. The Park District calls it the Roll and Rec Program Vans go from park to park, delivering opportunities for sports, games, and fitness equipment. They go to more than 40 parks each week. They also have the Art Seed program that visits seven parks weekly. The Art Seed program features art making, storytelling, and nature play for kids. In addition to making stops for fun at more than 40 parks in the city every week, the people in the vans will provide meals to people who attend the 60-minute sessions. The program runs through August 4th. Cisco Cotto, News Radio 1059, WBBM. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059, WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.